Here's why I know what I'm talking about. Here's what we'll do for you. Here's why we'll do it. And here's why it's going to work and be helpful for you and also for your customers. That really helps a client 10 times more than just sending them a link to something that you have done. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. This episode, we are talking about how to submit a portfolio to your client when you are pitching them. So you've found a client, you're reaching out to them, you want to show them the type of work that you can do and link them to some stuff that you've done in the past. Well, a lot of people make the mistake of linking the client to a website or a folder that just has a mass of everything in it. And I can tell you from experience that clients do not pay attention to this. It's overwhelming. And one of the keys to actually being really smart about this is remembering that your clients are busy and they don't care about you as much as they care about themselves and their problems, right? They have all these things going on in their life. They're super busy. They've got people everywhere demanding time and attention, and they just want solutions to their problems, not more work. When you send a client a link to a Google Drive that just contains a bunch of files, that feels like more work. So when it comes to portfolios, less is more. And it's so key to remember that. I would say a maximum of five things, ideally two to three though. You want to show the client what you can do, but you do not want to overwhelm them with just too much stuff. If you have a list of three things that you need to accomplish in a day, it feels pretty manageable. If you have a list of 30 things that you need to manage in a day, it can get to feel absolutely overwhelming, right? You're just rushing around all day. So think of that same feeling when it comes to a client opening your portfolio. They go in, open it, and you've linked to three specific things that are related to what they're looking for, it's going to feel like, oh, okay, cool. I have an idea of what this person can do. If you link them to 30 things, it's just going to be like, oh my God, this is madness. What the hell does this person even do? I'm so confused. They do so much stuff. I'm overwhelmed. I need to get out of here immediately. And they close the folder. And if you're me, kind of never look at that person again. It's just too much. The other reason is, this has been talked about in loads of articles, but just like when HR managers are hiring people, they don't read your entire resume, right? They just do a quick skim over it. And then if there's enough to intrigue their interest, they'll go back and pay more attention to it. Same with the client in their portfolio. If they're really interested in what you're doing, they may ask for more examples, but you don't want to give them so many over the top at the beginning that it's just overwhelming for them. The other thing you want to do is pick your things that you are sending a client and make it specific to the work that you are trying to do for them. So I posted a job post recently and I was asking for help with Instagram Reels. And I had several people message back and they linked me to their massive Google Drive portfolio or their website. And I don't want to go look at your entire website. I don't care. I really don't care. Hiring typically happens a lot of times for freelance work anyway. It's fast. 
It's quick. I just need somebody to do some stuff and I want to make a quick decision. This is not a sit down, have my coffee. The only thing on my agenda today is hiring someone. I've got all the time in the world. Put my feet up and read through everybody's proposals and read through, look at everyone's portfolio and see what they do. No, it's a rushed, oh my God, I got to get this done in the midst of all the other things I have going on that day. So don't want to look at your whole portfolio. I want to see what you can do that's related to what I asked for. You can always pitch a client later on more things. For example, this one portfolio I looked at had some Instagram reels in it, which is what I posted for, but it also had horizontal video content like you would do for YouTube. Now, if you want to work with a client on YouTube as well or do more types of video editing, that's great. But don't overwhelm them from the start. I want to know that you can do the job I asked for. And once you do that well, I'm more than happy for you to pitch me on other things that you can help with. In fact, I'll probably be asking you, hey, this is working out really well. Do you also do X, Y, Z? But not at the beginning. Don't get so overwhelming. If a client comes to you for one thing and you're like, yeah, I can do this, but I can also do this and this and this and this and this and this. It's like, oh God, it's too much. I just want to get the one thing done first before we talk about anything else. So sometimes that over eagerness can get to actually backfire and really just end up not landing you the job. The other thing, yeah, so with your links that you're giving to the client, give them links to stuff specific to that. So instead of giving your whole portfolio, maybe pull out two or three reels that are similar to theirs and link that to those only. A lot of people make this mistake as well. They'll link to anything. They'll link me to five things they've done on a cooking reel or a cooking account. And I'm like, I don't cook. I don't understand how this is relevant to me. If you look at my Instagram, which I give out in the posting, you've got travel stuff and freelancing stuff. I don't understand how all of these close-ups on pots on the stoves and stirring and all that. I don't need that. God forbid you do a bunch of close-ups of me and my face. I don't want to see it like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. So you're, you're just confusing the client and going, okay, great. You can make cooking videos. That's awesome. But it doesn't do anything for me. It would be more helpful to take some time for the client, go through their Instagram or their blog or whatever information they've given you and to take five to 10 minutes to actually make something relevant to them with their own content. That is a huge thing to be able to do in a portfolio as well. If you can link a client instead of saying, here's some stuff I've done in the past, which again, at our core, just part of being human beings, we are just these selfish little people who care more about our own problems and our own issues than anything else. So nothing is going to resonate with the client like you showing them something of themselves <laughs> and how you would do that work for them, right? You can show me 10 reels of somebody else. I don't really care. But if you show me my content in a reel, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I can see that. I understand now how you would do that. So try to do that as well. And I've had people say like, oh my God, that sounds like a lot of work. Well, it depends. Yes, it can be a lot of work, but ideally, one, you're good at what you do. Two, you can show smaller chunks of what it is that you do. I'm not saying make a full YouTube video for somebody that's 20 minutes long. I'm saying a 15 second clip maybe takes you a couple of minutes. I mean, there are so many apps where you can make an Instagram reel just by dropping in a bunch of photos and stuff into a pre-made template. It's not rocket science. So to be able to just take the client's stuff, screenshot it, drop it into one of those, and then be able to explain to them, here's what I see doing and here's why, that is going to make a much bigger impact. And a lot of times some people think about it in the sense of, well, if I'm doing this for every client, it's going to take up a lot of work, it's going to eat up a lot of my time. And I would say send less pitches and send better pitches to a more concentrated group of people. Instead of sending 50 pitches to a bunch of different potential clients, get specific about who you want to work with 
and send 10 really good pitches to 10 people that you have vetted and sought out and really want to work with. Another thing to remember is that this is not wasted effort. Even if those clients say no, you now have more pieces that you have created that are in your portfolio to pull from in the future. If you create travel content, for example, and you do customize it to a client, but for whatever reason they say no, cool. You've done that. You know how long it takes you. You have a template that you showed them. You have that project saved. It's easier next time when you see someone else to go, okay, cool. You grab their video, you slot it in and you kind of templatize the process so that you can make these things for new pitches very fast. This also solves a problem that a lot of people come to me with as well, which is what if you don't have anything in your portfolio? And I dealt with the same thing when I started. I did not have anything that showed clients what I could do. So what I focused on was customizing my pitch to them. I couldn't say, here's a client I've worked with and I worked with this client on that and the other and I worked with this client on that and the other. So instead I focused on them and created little custom pieces of work for them saying, here's what I would do if we were working together. A, B, and C, a few sentences or a few paragraphs, depending on what it was, if it was writing related work, was in the beginning I dabbled. I experimented with all kinds of things. I would just focus on here's what I can do for you. And I rarely had a client say, okay, yeah, but what have you done for other people? Because again, sometimes that selfishness works in our favor as freelancers pitching clients. They care about themselves. They care about their business. And what we're trying to do is show them, here's how I can help your business. And when you do it right, they absolutely love it. In this way as well, you are controlling what the client sees and you are helping to steer their perception of it. If you just link out to your Google Drive, you have no control over what the client feels and thinks when they go in. You're probably just thinking, this is amazing. I have my Google Drive all organized. It has 10 folders, each containing three to four different files or videos or whatever of all this stuff. I have so much content. I have such a big portfolio. The client's going to be so impressed, right? That may be what you're thinking. However, the client clicks on the link. And if you're me, this is my typical kind of thought process going through a portfolio link like that. Oh God, it's a Google Drive. Oh geez, there's a lot of stuff in here. Okay. Oh wow. There's like five things in each folder. Okay. Oh God. Uh, What? What does this name even mean? I don't understand what this folder is. Oh, why did they link me to a documentary they made one time? Not making a documentary. Ugh. All right. Where's Instagram Reels? Okay. Here we are. Instagram Reels. Okay. Here's a cooking reel. All right. What is this other folder? I don't even understand what this thing is called. Okay. I quit. There's just too much going on in here. I quit. I quit. Ugh. And I close the link and I close the proposal and I'm done. That's what's going on. So when you do work for the client instead and you link them to that, the mental chatter is just going to be so much different. Going through a proposal and someone's like, here's an idea of what I would do for you if we work together. And I click into it and I go, oh, there's me (laughs) or, you know, my face or my website or my blog or, oh, okay, Uh, what is this? Oh, oh, all right. Oh, wow. Okay. So this person took some time. They went and got my stuff and now they're showing me what they would do. Okay. Interesting. I like that they put in the extra work. I like the concept. I wouldn't exactly do that because I have this extra information in my head that they don't know yet because we're not working together. But if I told them, I'm sure they could make that change. Huh. Okay. Yeah. This is interesting. Let me see what else they sent over. Oh, another 
another piece of content about me. Oh, that's great. I'm really liking this person. They've obviously listened to what I've said or they've heard my podcast or they've done work with other clients. They've been in this game for long enough that they know how to customize and something to me and what I want. Oh, okay. This is interesting here. Yeah, I like this. Okay, cool. Yeah, let me write this person back. Let me talk to them, right? Because that person made more effort than 99% of the other freelancers who are all linking just to generic stuff. One more thing I want to talk about with your portfolio that almost no one does. So there's a few levels to portfolio work. There's the people who at the very bottom, they send nothing. They don't even include any example of work. They just send a pitch, right? Then you have people who send the link to everything, the very lazy way of doing a portfolio. Here's my website. Here's everything in a Google Drive. Here's just all these examples, which is not great and overwhelming for the client. There's then it starts to get better from here, right? People who actually pick out a few things and say, this is something I did for a client that's similar in the travel space, or I noticed you're in the cooking space. Here's something similar I did or something in the fitness space for a client in the fitness space. People who take the time to go through their portfolio and present a few things things that actually relate to who they're pitching. Then there's the custom work where you actually take a few minutes to make something specific for your client or for your potential client rather that you're pitching using their stuff. But those top two, whether you're doing custom stuff for the client or whether you're picking out a few other examples from similar related fields, there's still something else you can do that puts you over the top, the icing on the cake. And that is explaining what you did and why you did it. I had someone do this recently where they heard me on a podcast and in less than a week, they had reached out to me, right? I talk about this all the time, just magically solving the issue for the client. You show up in their inbox. This person reached out and in my inbox, I had an email from them. They had the custom work, right? They had taken a screenshot of my website and showed me some things that they thought they could change that would help me position myself, get more customers, that sort of thing. And that was good and all, but I was like, okay, this is cool. But like anybody can design anything for any reason, but why did they do that? And then I clicked on the other thing they sent over and it was like, oh, you know, just like, yes, because the second page contained follow-up and it actually bullet pointed out. Here's what I put here. And here's why I think this is going to be helpful for you. Here's a change I made here. And here's why I did it. So this person really achieved the holy grail of a pitch and a portfolio at the same time, right? I didn't know this person existed and they sent me not just a pitch, but also a portfolio piece customized to me going, here's why I know what I'm talking about. Here's what we'll do for you. Here's why we'll do it. And here's why it's going to work and be helpful for you and also for your customers. That really helps a client 10 times more than just sending them a link to something that you have done because it helps them to understand how you think. It helps them to feel like they're in good hands, like you're an expert and you know what you're talking about. And it helps them in some ways to relate an, a previously unrelated piece of work to what they need to solve. So you don't have to send a client something that is perfectly done for them. If I had someone who specialized in a bunch of cooking reels, right? And their portfolio is full of cooking reels and I'm in the travel space. They can send me a reel of them cooking. But if they have done the work to talk about why they think it's related to me, that can help turn the tide, right? So you don't even have to do the custom stuff all the time. You can also just take something similar and explain to the client why you included that piece and how it relates to them. I don't know about cooking videos, but for example, 
<laughs> just somebody saying, hey, I've sent you these three videos for a cooking channel that I do video editing for. I know you're in the travel space, but I think that these things relate because if you'll notice, her videos are very systematized. I guess templatized would be a better word, but we do the same kind of thing over and over. We need this kind of shot, 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 and we put it all together. Then we do this repeated ingredients, then this, then this, then this, and then we do an end result shot. Now, bear with me here. I know you're in travel, but I think we can do the same type of thing with your videos. They might say, you travel a lot, so we can get this systematized to where you take this kind of shot, this kind of shot, this kind of shot, this kind of shot, this kind of shot in different places and I'll be in charge of telling you what to shoot so it's not boring, but I want to make it as easy as possible for you. Every time you go on a trip or every time you go on a day out, you will know that if you just get me these shots, I can make these types of videos from them. This is going to be amazing for me because I would love to branch out and do some more travel stuff. I love my cooking client, but I'd like to mix it up a little bit. Let me know your thoughts. Can't wait to discuss, right? Something like that. And now as a client, I'm sitting here and instead of going, clicking away, going, ugh, cooking videos, I don't get why this person's sending me this random stuff. I'm going, whoa, my mind is blown. That's great. They can see a way to systematize my videos. I would love to have videos going out like that. Holy cow, this is going to be so awesome. Yeah, I'm going to message this person back, right? So explaining to the client in your pitch how the item you sent from your portfolio relates to them, why you chose it, what it can do for them is just, like I said, the icing on the cake. And you stand out because most freelancers don't take the time to do that. All right, that's all for today's episode on portfolios. If you have any questions about anything at all to do with freelancing, portfolios or otherwise, please do get a hold of me on Instagram at liveworktravelig or you can reach out anytime with longer questions at hello at liveworktravel.com. And if you're ready to dive into your freelance career and you would like me to be your guide along the way, please check out my freelancing course for beginners. It is at liveworktravel.com forward slash escape. That's all for this week. I'll be back next Monday with another episode. Until then, take care of yourselves.